Hi again, everybody. This is Colin Day, Certified Financial Planner Professional. Along with me today is John Biedenstein. How are we doing, John? We're doing great. Yeah? It's a beautiful day here in St. Louis. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful day for a capital conversation, wouldn't you say? Exactly. <laughs> in this particular conversation, I want to have John on because uh, if you didn't know uh, anything about John besides the fact that he's got uh, enough brothers for several families, um, he also leads our 401k group. And so we have two different parts of our business where we help individuals and families with their individual in, uh, investment and financial planning needs. And then the other side of our business, which is concentrated on employer retirement plans, including 401ks. And this article uh, that I found from a couple weeks back, I thought was pretty interesting. It would be something right in your wheelhouse and you're, you're ready and raring to go, right? Exactly. So this particular article from Wealth Management um, is titled, 401k industry sends urgent call to wealth advisors. So what this article is all about, in case you haven't read it in your inbox yet, is the urgent call for financial advisors to do more in what's known as the defined contribution space. So defined contribution is just a nice way of saying, hey, uh, you are going to be offered a retirement plan through work and you have to contribute towards it. So this isn't the traditional benefit plan where we're talking about like a pension. So a defined benefit plan, defined contribution plan is a 401k. Is that fair to say, John? That's correct. Yeah. So this particular article is talking about the need for financial advisors to expand who they're working with to include retirement plans. And this is something, I mean, John, you've got, you know, let's be honest here, you have a couple decades on me in terms of <laughs> your experience within the 401k plan space. But you know, what, do you think is, uh, what do you think is important for a, for a financial advisor to commit to working with employers on their group retirement plans? Well, working in the retirement plan space, one thing it really requires is somebody to get dedicate some time to really understanding the industry. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, if you have a ailment and you go into a specialist, retirement plans, managing retirement plans, assisting companies in managing your own retirement plan is really a specialty. Mm -hmm. And a lot of financial advisors do an excellent job managing personal wealth, but retirement plans end up to be something a little bit down a different path into a separate lane, mm -hmm. and people really need to you know, get their arms around that and understand that. Yeah. So that's where it can be different. And the other thing that makes it so different, there's a lot of different moving parts. Mm -hmm. You might have to work with your payroll provider. You have to hire a separate firm called a record keeper. Um, so there's other folks that you want to coordinate with. And in a lot of cases, you know, they're really, it's integral to get the right one. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of choices there too. Yeah, and it only increases the number of vendors that you're working with, right? Because you might be an employer, um, maybe, maybe you're the, the founder, maybe you're the HR person or doing finance and you're realizing, okay, I think one of the benefits we would like to offer employees is some kind of group retirement plan. And maybe the 401k is um, maybe what you're leaning towards because the marketing in the United States says, hey, if you're saving for retirement at work, you're gonna have a 401k. So if we go down that route, now you're introducing not just the fact that, hey, I wanna have a 401k, but you've got multiple parties, right? You need to have likely a record keeper that's gonna hold on to all those assets and trusts. You're gonna maybe have an administrator that's going to help you. You're gonna have your payroll group that needs to be involved because the money needs to exit people's checks and then go to the financial institution. <laughs> and then you might also include an advisor um, that's helping maybe quarterback and consult with you, not just on the plan itself, but then also to work with all of your employees 
to make sure that, hey, they understand the benefit. Hey, they understand that, you know, maybe there's some education needs here too. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's just a very, it's an interesting problem. You know, something that I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, when they said that, you know, hey, there's 13,000 defined contribution specialists in, in the U.S. Um, and to think about the number of plans that there are um, and there will be could be insurmountable. Correct. And the reason they're saying there will be a greater number of them is that uh, a number of the states have already passed it. There are now state mandates, mm -hmm. meaning if you have X number of employees, you have to have some type of retirement plan. Yeah. Our neighboring state, the state of Illinois, has had it in place for a number of years. Essentially, if you haven't had it's, well, if you haven't had a plan in place, they require that you start contributing to the state mandated plan, right. which is basically a Roth IRA on steroids, <laughs> um, and the steroids be the additional fees that go with it too. <laughs> so we 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 it's important for our our folks in the retirement plan field, mm -hmm. we basically help those employers to say, in that state mandated thing might be something that's a good fit for you. Right. But you have other options. And let's make sure we're choosing not just what the state requires you to do, but what's the best plan and best solution for your company and your employees. Yeah. And what we found is um, you know, many employers who are struggling to hold on to staff or to attract uh, prospective employees are turning to their benefits to be a differentiator. So in, in 2023, where we are at the end of the year, uh, many employers are starting to look through their benefits package for 2024. They've already gone through open enrollment and maybe are realizing, hmm, maybe there's some improvements that we can make uh, provided we have a pretty good year in 2024. And one of those things is offering some kind of competitive retirement plan. You know, and offering something that you know many employers are going to offer, but if you don't see 401k as one of the benefits on the bullet points when you're on Monster.com or LinkedIn or whatever, um, you know that's going to be a red flag to a lot of prospective employees. And the other thing is that many employers are interested in are the tax credits now that are eligible um, to apply for through Secure Act 2.0, which was passed late last year. So now not only are employers trying to attract the talent, but now they're trying to afford the ability to run the plan because unfortunately 401k plans aren't free. Um, you could pass a lot of expenses down to your employees, but there's still a lot of stuff that you need to control administratively and then you know foot the bill. I mean, if you had to maybe break it down some of the costs, if you were thinking about um, if this is an employer that's across the table from us like this, what would you be talking to them about from a cost perspective that they should be anticipating? Well, first off, you know, in a lot of cases, the employer needs to decide, do you want to kick in a contribution or not? Mm -hmm. So that's, in most cases, the largest cost. So, so that employer decides, okay, we want to make a contribution amount, and maybe it's a flat dollar amount, maybe it's a percentage of pay, whatever that amount is. There's also cost to hire a record keeper. Mm -hmm. There's also cost to hire a, you know, a financial advisor. Um, so the, the different costs, you know, factored in, but the biggest cost is going to be the employer contributing uh, some amount. Yeah. Some cases, the employer can't have the ability to contribute because they might have, you know, you know, discretion. Their profits might vary each year, so they can't commit to doing that every yeah. year. Uh, you you do what's called a discretionary contribution then, so you have the ability to kick in money when you can afford it, but you don't have the overall commitment. The reason why these plans are getting more and more uh, you know, focus from the government doing these state mandates is, you know, we're seeing this aging population 
and people are living longer and people are, you know, maybe aren't saving enough for retirement. So they end up working longer, um, whether you're in a good job and you're still providing that value for their employer. But in some cases, you might have people that are simply working to contribute to their retirement accounts to save more because, you know, they haven't saved enough. So part of the mandate is to for employers to really recognize that retirement savings is important and it's important for your employees and for the welfare of your business. And, so, and I think what John, if if, uh, <laughs> if you are listening or you're watching this, I think what John is exhibiting is some of the experience that certain financial advisors have within the space. Again, coming back to the article, you know, this particular article is saying like, hey, we need more financial advisors to do this. And yeah, there there are lots of different financial advisors that might have you know one or two plans. You know, they're okay. they're gonna maybe they've got a buddy from uh, school that has a need for a solo four hundred one k with uh, you know. Uh, her and uh, her spouse, or maybe it's you know a small you know company down the just down the uh, <laughs> down the down the road or uh, across the hallway. But you know really where you can make a really big impact for employees and to offer the greatest kind of benefit is to work with groups that have the experience of you know negotiating these kinds of things. I mean we've we work with what um, you know twelve different record keepers right now. We've got almost 40 different retirement plans. We work with multiple industries. Um, we had somebody here, if you remember, John, a couple weeks ago that you got brought into a meeting because, you know, hey, there was a sudden need that we got, we got a clock and we want to put in a retirement plan before the end of the year you know, because there was going to be a great tax benefit uh, to the owners, but then also an added benefit to those employees. You know, we got an email this morning, if you remember, from somebody on the West Coast saying, hey, we're trying to put together some kind of benefits package for our employees and we understand that a 401k plan can be valuable. How can you help? I mean, that's why we put directly on our website, hey, we are 401k advisors along with individual wealth managers. Yeah. So, I mean, I've worked in the industry for a very long time. As you indicated, Colin, you're absolutely right. You could walk around an, a historical branch of a financial advisor's office. You know, it used to be when they were in the office. Mm-hmm. A lot of working from home now. But the reality is you could go by and probably of 50 advisors in the office, there might be everybody has one or two plans. Um, most firms, and including ourselves, you know, we've set up a specialty area. Mm-hmm. Most firms now require, broker-dealer firms now require, that if you're doing a retirement plan, you have to do it through a specialist. So that financial advisor might have to bring somebody in yeah. to help them. That's all part of the, you know, setting up a retirement plan is great. Um, there's a fiduciary responsibility for a lot of cases with the advisor providing investment advice to the plan sponsor, selecting investment choices, mm-hmm. all of those type of things. There's a fiduciary responsibility behind that. And, you know, we have a way of doing it where we can deliver that, in, as Colin indicated, to 13, 14 different record-keeping par- partners. But we have the experience of doing that. Not all advisors that don't have the experience have the ability to say, let's plug this in and make this work. Mm-hmm. And you, the plan sponsor, have all this fiduciary protection that you, you should have. Right. So that's where it becomes a little bit, it, it's where the specialist, and we're talking about a specialist with years of experience can be a, a much more advantageous mm-hmm. versus a specialist that might went might have gone through one or two training classes. Maybe they have a, you know, a designation behind their name. But the, the big question for a, a, a business owner to ask is, what's your experience? How many plans do you have? Mm-hmm. We might be in the, constru- in, in the construction industry. 
you know, do you work with other contractors? Mm -hmm. You know, what's yep. your experience been with that? That's where you can kind of, you know, uh, test the water and see, you know, what's the right thing for me. Yeah. And, and it's the team, right, that you can build there. Because yeah. we have relationships not only with our record-keeping partners, and if you're not familiar with that lingo, that's the financial institution arm, Fidelity, Vanguard, Voya, you know, Empower, whomever it might be. Um, but then it's also the re relationships with the payroll providers. Because if you work with, you know, whether it's a larger institution or a smaller one, we need to understand what are their capabilities. Because again, you got to take that money, you got to put it into a retirement account. <laughs> uh, so how are we going to do that? Well, we need the payroll to work with it. You know, yeah. does payroll communicate at all? Are you going to be cutting a check? Um, it, it can it can just raise the heckles on somebody to say, oh, it, it's enough where I don't want to do anything. And that's obviously what we don't want for any employer to feel is that this is too much work that I, I can't devote the time to it. Um, and that means, again, a lot of other things are gonna fall by the wayside. You know, you're, uh, it's gonna be harder to retain employees. It's gonna be harder to attract employees. You're gonna run into state mandates eventually where you're gonna be forced into something that maybe you don't actually want because you ran out of time. So this is, again, this is all in this article and I think it, I think it was really interesting. Um, but I think, you know, if you, if you're out there and you have a 401k and you feel like everything is on solid footing, that's wonderful. I, I think it's great. Um, you know, if you have a financial advisor or not, that's up to you as to whether or not that's important um, that you have that as a member of your team. But ultimately, I think from a, consult a consultative perspective, having a partner that can assist on all levels. So, you know, working with your record keeper, your payroll, uh, your administrative group, whomever it might be, and then having like someone like myself, um, you know, I do participant education for all of our retirement plans. Um, that's my job. John handles all the plan admin stuff. I don't have to deal with any of that. <laughs> but having a team behind you that's supporting you in that endeavor, I think, is really important. And just because the industry says, hey, we need more people in this space, doesn't mean that the person that you that does come to your door that says, oh, we can put a retirement plan together, they may or may not be the best partner for you. Yeah. Is that fair? It, that's absolutely correct. And really, the, the specialty area, you know, it's probably... Seven, eight years ago, I was meeting with an individual who happened to be a heart surgeon. And he was establishing a retirement plan. Mm -hmm. And I went through the process with him. And this guy tells me, God, this is complicated. And I looked at him and I said, you operate on human beings, okay? <laughs> yeah. But this is yeah. very, very complex. You do not want the retirement plan to be a burden on your organization. Mm -hmm. So establishing it so that it's fluid, it operates efficiently within your business, and that you bring the right parties in. So you're providing it, but you lessen maybe some of your risk and fiduciary responsibility by designating things that people handle certain things for you and handle that. That's where uh, we can help, and that's where an experienced advisor re really adds value. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, John? Any, any other last comments before we let everybody go on with their day? You know, again, these industry stories, these industry articles are a great, it's why we do the capital conversations because we know all of you aren't reading these things. <laughs> but all of you might be confronted with, you know, these type of discussions or questions some point in time. Mm -hmm. So uh, we hope this is of value to you and please give us a call if you, we can be of any help. Yeah, all right. John, thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right, and we'll see you in the next Capital Conversation. Okay. Thank you.
The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. As always, please remember, investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Correct Capital Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Correct Capital Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Correct Capital Wealth Management unless a client service agreement is in place.